It's not worth winning if you can't win This morning and I step outside and I take a deep breath and I get real high and I scream the top of my lungs. It's golden cakes. <laughs> that's that's you with the hey yay yays, Brandon. Uh, I can't I can't do the hey yays. We talked about this. I don't have the. I'm, I'm not a singer, Heath. I'm not a singer. And I said cakes. <laughs> No, we're not no, going for no, it. No, no. I told you I only play xylophone. Heath. I don't sing. This is this is how I started my morning, though, Brandon, with this little beautiful bit of inspiration, and the song has been stuck in my head ever since. So it's a great, it's a great song. It's a great, great song. song. Who, who is is that? Is that Four Non Blondes? Is that is that sings that? You got it. Yep, Four Non Blondes. It actually yep. reminds me of my good friend from Houston, Heather Caston. On she used to, she used to just absolutely rip that song in yeah. fucking karaoke. We did a lot of karaoke. <laughs> it was weird. I don't know that's why the, we did it, but she would just rip that song, and it was always really good. That's the song they should have played at yeah. the campfire. Shout out Heather. Man. Instead of instead of fucking landslide, should have played some of that. Oh my god! Yeah, could you imagine Coob hitting Dude. the hey yay yays? Oh. <laughs> He would have absolutely crushed it. That would have been, Maybe. Uh, you know, the hot fire, as the youth say. Actually, I don't yeah. think the youth say the hot fire anymore. I saw something that they say, uh, like, have you heard of the term Riz, Brandon? Oh, yeah, 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 I heard I've heard. That's of like Riz. a, that's like swag now or some yeah, shit like that. Did you know that? Somebody, yeah, somebody who's, who's Riz is off the charts. I know what Riz is. Oh, oh Okay. I heard it for the first time this week. I was like, what the fuck is a Riz? <laughs> I thought they were like razzing each other, you know, no, like, no, no, oh, no. It's, with it's, the good Riz, you know. It's, it's short for charisma, you know. That that dude's got the Riz. Oh, okay. God. I mean, we were weird as kids, too, so I'm not going to, you know, no judgment here. I just had no fucking idea what it meant. I, I thought they were just razzing each other. I I was not a weird kid. I, you speak for yourself, dude. I was I was out there crushing it in my Jinko jeans. <laughs> I actually never oh, we did not bar. get I we, we did not get our Jinko jeans bar crawl fully planned. I'll have to create a yeah. agenda somewhere. We'll take we'll take that offline. We'll take that offline. Not for the listeners. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's 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 Denver. You don't need to plan a bar crawl. You just fucking you just step outside and you start walking. Everyone orders their jeans. We meet sometime in May in Denver. And there we go. See, that's all you need. Call it a day. Dunzo. All right. Well, let's talk about some golden cakeies, Brandon, because this is the last episode. Yep. We're wrapping you up know. season two, our favorite season of the Game Changers, as everybody knows. Wrap it up, baby. Yep. If you've been following along for the last, uh, our, our 10 episode recap, you know, we, we love this Have show. We've been We've, doing yeah. nothing but singing praises from the tops of the mountains. Disney writers have been at the top of our list of favorite people when it comes to Mighty Ducks. I, I, I sent them Christmas presents because they did so well. Oh, nice. What did, uh, what did you send? 
Uh, what are the glitter bombs? A couple glitter bombs. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> like for the people that are stealing packages from your porch. Yeah, but this was specifically that. for for the the person who got delivered to you, though. You know. Nice, love that. It's beautiful. <laughs> glitter bomb. All right. So, Brandon, um, tell the <laughs> listeners, break it down. How do the golden cakeys work? Oh. Gosh, it's been a long time since we've done a golden cake. Yeah, yeah, and just just for the listeners actually, too, you know, we uh, this is our actually this is our first really time. Hasn't. It's our it's first time a, back together for a while, man. Like it's is, it's the first time recording for in a while. But I, I, there's I been a lot back, going on. There's been I, a I, lot going on. You're back in Denver. I'm uh, back in Denver. Lost ten pounds on my Latin American cleanse. You know, like it's been a whole journey. Yeah, I take it back though that we haven't done a Golden Kiki's in a long time. We did one like literally eleven episodes ago. We yeah, but it the, feels like a lifetime ago. It with uh, going through the game changers right after D two oh, after that precious beautiful gem that is D two the Mighty Ducks. It's been it's been really arduous, you know. It's been a it's been a hard journey, you know. Watching That's, these are watching. the trials and tribulations we will tell our children of in the future. Yeah. Yeah, watching you know. season two of Game Changers was rough to get through. Yeah, watching it, felt, it back again, ugh. it felt it felt like Vietnam. Is what it felt like. <laughs> oh my god, Brandon, what the fuck? What? I mean, we're not even going to go into it. But anyways, so for the listeners, Golden Cakeys, we've got categories, we've got honorable mention, we've got winners. We go through them. We end with my favorite part: rapid fire. Um, what it was rapid fire, fire, superlative questions. Like if you were, um, you know, at the end of the year in a yearbook in middle school. Yeah. Like, like most likely to succeed, you know, class clown, that kind of stuff. Um, most likely to be the smelly kid. Exactly. Uh, we have 15 categories, I believe either 15 or 16. And, uh, yeah, we'll give each of our honorable mentions and then the official winner. All right, so shall we jump into this first category after we've just spent five minutes of just absolutely garbage nonsense? It's yeah, this is going to be a rough episode, guys. We haven't done this in a while. It's going to be not only are we, <clears throat> excuse me, are we rusty post move after this? Um, you know, it's just it's 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 rough content. It's been a minute. You know, mm-hmm. just bear with us and shut the fuck up. Okay, here we go. The we first, gotta be nicer first, to our listeners. First category. <coughs> I ref- no, I refuse to be nice to anybody anymore. <laughs> okay. All right, Brandon. The first category of the Golden Cakeys is best Easter egg. What's your honorable this, mention? This was a tough one because they. Not only was this uh, this uh, season incredibly lacking in the the former ducks category they didn't there was no hardly any easter eggs no callbacks they tried like to that. blaze their own trail and they got lost in the jungle my friend yeah Di- died of dysentery on the oregon trail is what happened oh god damn it that was so much better thank you for bringing that <laughs> to the but so my yes. my my honorable mention um and i guess you could call it an easter egg i'm calling it an easter egg is when uh episode 10 when we're playing Team Canada, and they break out the uh, the reverse retro jerseys of the actual Anaheim Ducks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my honorable mention. They're out there. They're donning the the Mighty Ducks logo. 
Um, but they're in the the Anaheim Duck colors of orange, black, and gold, which kind of taints it a little bit. I was just going to say that, Brandon. Like, the reverse retro was too orange for my taste, you know? It just yeah. left, yeah. A, it, left a it little makes, little too much orange in my palate that I didn't like. It makes sense for the actual Anaheim Ducks, but I think I said it during that episode. Like, the, I'm fine with the actual Anaheim Ducks rocking orange and black and gold, but for... The movie, For the, the show. movie, the movie ducks. It's got to be eggplant and jade, you know. Yeah, it's got to be done. Or the old school, like Kelly green, yellow, and purple. You know, you got it. Done One and done. Two. Easy. No you orange. Can't. Yeah. Especially it's, it's tricky. Especially last season when we made the hawks orange. What the fuck was that about? Yeah, what's the deal with the ducks in the orange? It just, you know, I mean, I get it. Maybe because of the bill. Is that is that why? I guess, but I feel like most most duck bills aren't really orange though. Like most yeah. like wild ducks, they're like uh, some some sort of grayish color. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Well, anyways, it's it's a good Easter egg, and it's fine. Um, let me hit you with it's, my it's, honorable it's mention. Best, it's the best we got. You know, it's the best we got. It's not the best Garbage we got, show. but it's a good honorable mention. But um, I put the picture of D three in the hallway. I, it makes me excited for us to talk about it because mentioned it a lot. I have not watched D three in decades and I am refusing to watch it until we break it down. And I'm only going to watch it as we go through the clips. I'm not going to get too far ahead of myself. Um, And so that's what, that's what I'm fired up for that. Brandon, it's going to feel good. It's going to, it's going to be a nice palate cleanser after this. Yeah, I know uh, we have more D two to talk yeah. about, but once we get there, you know, it'll, once that journey gets here, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. It'll still be a little ways till we get to D three, but uh, yeah, still. Great. yeah. And the the hallway, the hallway that was littered uh, on the way to the locker room in the Honda Center that was littered with pictures from the Mighty Ducks movies. That was a yeah. nice little Easter egg too. I really I hope to God that that is an actual hallway that exists in the Honda Center. That would be amazing. I hated the knuckle puck stuff. We won't even talk about it. It was, it, they, I know what they tried to do, but the way it they turned the knuckle puck into a heat seeking missile, I just, yeah. you know, I couldn't, couldn't get into it. I also couldn't, it, it was just, there's just no way that a professional hockey team is going to touch the puck of a junior Goodwill games. Um, USA team from the 90s. Why not? There's, <laughs> there's just no way that is going to continue to happen. There, I just there's some I couldn't do tradi- it. I, they some lost traditions me. that you know, like if, if you look at like college football, Clemson when they, right before they run out onto the field, they touch a rock, a stupid fucking rock. You know, yeah, uh, but a, it's, a, a golden knuckle puck is better than a rock. A go- no, but like it's. A junior Goodwill Games, like yeah, is it team, just I, Team America? Uh, it's like uh, I don't USA, listen, Brandon. I don't want to argue. Keith. I'm not gonna argue. God fucking damn it! I'm not gonna argue with you about this just because it's not worth it. Because it just it, you know, it doesn't make sense. They would not touch that. They don't give a shit. Just like they wouldn't give a shit that they ate duck <laughs> before a game. What the fuck? <laughs> I hate yeah, that that yeah. storyline didn't make any fucking sense. Why and why does the co- why is the coach handling PR? You know, I, I don't know. And for the listeners, if you don't remember the what, what like they couldn't meet with the coach because they he was dealing with a PR disaster because they he served was handling duck at yeah, a dinner. He was handling PR because they the the 
team ducks ate actual duck. So fucking stupid. Anyways, all right. So, and the winner of the best Easter egg is the Bash Brothers returning. Yes, this was fantastic. The only good part. And this was the best part of the entire series, and it happened within the first five seconds. I was just going to say, one and done, baby. That's all it took. First episode was all downhill from there. In and out. Quick. Yep. Just a quick hitter, but it was awesome. And and I've got We got the Bash Brothers doing construction. The Construction Brothers. On the Construction Brothers. I love that. Construction (laughs) Brothers rebuilding the Ice Palace. We knew it was crumbling stumbling crumbling the ice palace i think you and i talked about this potentially offline where is or maybe in a in an episode previously is bombay still in the basement while the construction's going on that's the real question where is bombay while all of this is unfolding around him because last we saw he was just barely getting back up and now knocked right back down yeah thanks to a cocoa machine fire i feel like that's you know, that was the, the pebble that started the avalanche at the Ice Palace. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's what, uh, yeah, that's what Nick says. Nick says the, the cocoa machine caught fire, and then then the place got condemned. Yep, and you all know, over. you know Nick is the one who started that fire. <laughs> just mis- he's just the, he's grossly the one, misusing the, the cocoa ever, machine. Yeah, he's the only one that ever used the cocoa machine. Uh, and you think Marnie just got sick of making him all those cocos and just was like, "Here, do it yourself." First, first of all, and you then mean he Winnie. fucked it up. Winnie, don't put some put some oh, respect sorry. on her who name, did okay? Who did, did I say Marnie? On you said Marnie. Yeah, not, all, oh, not, not that's only not, are you you're disrespecting yep. Winnie, and then you're disrespecting Marnie. Double disrespect. Uh, listen, that doesn't count. That was just a pure accident. That happens. You gotta unacceptable. unacceptable. No, no, that's it. That's an easy. They're basically same but different character in this season. Wow. <laughs> Marnie is this season's Winnie. You know that. You know it's. You know it's true. Well, yeah, she's. The comic, she was. She's the comic relief, but I mean, Winnie had had a certain. You know, je ne sais quoi. That <laughs> you can't, you couldn't, you can't put, uh, you know, uh, a price tag or, uh, you know, you can't, you can't, def- you couldn't define it. You know? She's got that that it factor. All right, whatever you say. That's, there's there's parallels. <laughs> shout out, shout out to M. Hain, the uh, the girl who played the girl who played Winnie, one of the one of our many fallen soldiers from season one to season two. Yeah. And if you see Brandon on Instagram, go ahead and block that account when it follows you. Joke's on you. I got backups. <laughs> All right. Anyways, you ready for the next <laughs> the next category? Let's do it. The next category is best character. Best character. And so for our rationale for this one is the main the main cast of ducks, right? Mm-hmm. So like, we're like not your look- main players, your, your main, main players, action. Not we're not looking at at you know side characters, supporting characters. That comes that comes no out. side dishes, <clears throat> fries. You little bitch. Um. So my honorable mention was, um, and he doesn't. See, he starts off as a side character, but then he he becomes a main the main cast of the ducks. So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going. Squeeze, I'm going baby. with. Uh, with the main dish, AJ Lawrence, the main course, the entree. Can't 
can't can't fault you there one bit, Brandon. I loved AJ, his progression, his acting, his one-liners. You know, he almost, due to poor writing, he kind of stole the spotlight a little bit from Nick the Stick in yeah. a few moments, right? Just because, yep. like, Nick's birthday, right? When he was, like, they turned him into a sad boy being weird about his birthday. Yeah. That was, they did, it's not they Nick. Did, they did Nick Doty there. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, Connor DeWolf, the guy who plays AJ, crushes it like he said. He took the absolute garbage writing they gave him and yeah. weaved it into something something that truly touched all of our hearts. Yeah. Do you think he, like, DeWoo, like, that's what, like, people do for his nickname? Like, that's his DeWolf, and they like DeWoo. Probably, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he strikes me as a howler, you know? Yeah. I feel yeah. like that'd be a fun nickname. Yeah. I feel like if you know, yeah, like if, your la- if your last name is Wolf, yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta howl a couple times. Yeah. yeah. Or like or like when he scores a goal. Oh, now we're talking. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Think about that when he's up in the minors. Da woo. Yeah. You gotta and then it just echoes throughout the arena. That'd be pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. We're yeah, on to something. Here. You think he gets drafted? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, my honorable mention is Coob. His acting chops. Um, I don't. I, you're gonna have to remind me of the the dude's name that plays him. But he, oh, he's gosh, it's really it's Lucas Islam or something like that. He he really stepped up this season. He did a great job. Um, his his professionalism, oh, his delivery. Luke, Luke, um, Luke Islam, not Lucas. Luke Islam. His his delivery, his timing, all the above could have used a little bit more um, of the music from his soul, but that's neither here nor there. Other than other than the little landslide at the end, not enough. Is singing? Does he sing at all? No, and he needs a ballad. Like, what are they doing? Like, give that guy. He was on America's Got Talent for God's sake. Give him a fucking song. Jesus, give that guy some Barbara motherfucking Streisand, remember dude, when he, like, and let him stretch those sang, pipes. <laughs> remember when he did a personal concert for Nick's moms? That was amazing. Yeah, and it was beautiful. And yeah. I'm pretty sure it wasn't it Barbara Streisand then too. Ooh, I don't know. I can't remember. I'd have to. No, I'd that's have too deep. Again. That's more. Yeah, that's why the, would you go back like and ha- watch season one? Season yeah. one. <laughs> Ugh, God. This is not worth it. Uh, so, was, anyways, he was, Coop. He was. He's also in a, a musical that just came out last year nice. on Netflix called Thirteen, the musical. So, love that. Go check that out. Yeah. All right. Well, the winner for the best character is Nick the Stick. Mm-hmm. I believe. Outside of when, uh, outside of his birthday episode, they did him dirty, but he was great all around there. Loved his interaction with the bartender at the Hampton Inn um, when he went there, right? Wasn't it the Hampton? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was... uh, Oh, Hilton Garden. Hilton Garden Inn, yep. They wouldn't give that... Great great product placement. Well, although, like, listen, if I'm Hilton Garden Inn, I'm like, listen, you just made my front desk lady kind of look like a jerk. She refused oh, yeah. water to a young man who was this and, and lost a and afraid and a cookie. Just to, what if he had low blood sugar or something? Right. Like, what is yeah. this is the bar? The know. bartender co- came in clutch, though. What, what was what the bartender yeah. said? He said, if you if you stop talking, I'll give you a Sprite or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. <laughs> If you stop talking to me, I'll give you a spray. (laughs) 
Good stuff. But yeah, Nick the Stick. Returning, um, you know, returning champion. He won this award uh, for season one. Yeah. So yeah. returning champion. that Lightning McQueen birthday cake was pretty pretty rad. Um, you know, Nick had a lot of good one liners throughout. Again, you know, he's always uh, quick with the quip. Yep. Yep. He gives Rich Eisen a run for his money at the end there. Oh, one. No shocker to this podcast that uh, Nick is a little more elevated than Rich. Ooh, I'm gonna change. Here we go. Uh, I'm gonna change one of my one of my honorable mentions down the line here to. Uh... But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick the Stick, he's he's the best thing going in the show. Obviously, two seasons running, best character yeah. champion. Yeah. Maxwell Sims is the guy. Is it is it just Maxwell Sims? Yeah, get a little freestyle from him too when they're when Max, they're spitting. Ma- it's Maxwell Simpkins. I knew there was like a there was something else at the end of his last name. Simpkins. Um, when Nick, when the they're Snake in the stands, it. crushes it, dude. When they're in the stands, crushes and it. Nick starts uh, spitting some rhymes, some mad dirt and grimes. Brandon, you know, did he did he rap last season? Because I know he. Maxwell, I know Maxwell Sims is like a he. I think he put out like a rap album, if I'm not mistaken. Um, did mm-hmm. he rap in season one? I have no idea. I can't remember. I don't think he did. But yeah, but yeah, when in uh, like you were saying, Spirit of the Ducks Part Two, when they're in the stands, he breaks out a rhyme, a couple rhymes. Yeah, starts talking about Jace and Sophie going at it. You know. Yeah. Phrase it different, but anyways, all right. Well, (laughs) let's move on to our next category. Brandon, best supporting character. Yep. So here's the supporting the side characters. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little left field with this one. All right, I'll be right field. I feel like I say that with every for every category. So I'm gonna do something a little weird here, but. So my best supporting character, even though she only gets like two or three lines in the entire show, she has, uh, and we don't even realize, we don't even put a name to her face until like episode eight. But yep. I'm going, I'm going with Rambo. Yeah, justice for Rambo. You know, free Rambo, Rambo from the the sidelines of this show. Like we saw, we yeah. saw some real promise uh, in the little bits of yeah, interaction. She, we saw some had, leadership. Yeah, she only had like three lines, but she those three lines fantastic, nailed it, rocked them. And she has one of the memorable, one of, one of the best character introductions by Nick the Stick. If you think back to the was it right after the draft day, and Nick, you got it. Nick, Nick's talking about all the other teams, and he goes, one of the girls' legal first names is Rambo, which is a and great, we were like, a great fucking name. Love it. All I'm right. Stealing, well, I'm stealing that for my future daughter. I don't know if I'll go first name. First name is a little little aggressive, but middle, middle name Rambo? Dude. Think you're, little, think someone's going to sign off on that? Yeah. I'll just... I'll just, I'll just she would have just given birth, okay? And she'll she'll be sleepy and tired, and she'll make the mistake of of letting me fill out the birth certificate information, and I'm just gonna throw Rambo in their little name. Little little you, Ramby, little baby Ramby. You need to find yourself like a girl from a small town whose dad was like obsessed with Rambo and made her watch it all the time, and she'll be like, we yes. were we were just talking Genius. about. 
we were just talking about how my type is Midwestern art art teacher. So you know, done. Yeah, the, her that that lady's dad is clearly obsessed with Rambo. Yeah, easy. You know who else loves Rambo? Big Mike. Give you oh, goddamn right. Yeah, has all of them. Has all of them. Has all of them on Blu-ray or not hey. Blu-ray? I think maybe uh, no. He actually has he has them on DVD. Oh, actually, that, I thought you were saying four K. He's no, he's rocking that DVD set. Yes. But the, he usually he usually does he have waits the, the VHS collection. No, just no. the DVDs. <laughs> he usually waits till they're on Amazon Prime, and then he can hit he can hit his Alexa with um you know the request, and it'll just pop right up on the TV. I got him a Fire oh. Stick. You know what I mean? There you go. Yeah. So I gotta I need to rewatch Rambo. It's been a while. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of a wild premise, honestly. Oh, it's a yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. You watch it back, and you're like, "Wait, what? What's happening here? Who's the <laughs> bad guy? I don't, I don't understand this." Um, anyways, all right, so that's a good one. Um, but let's get colonialism. To... That's the bad guy. God damn it! Okay, and the winner for the best supporting character is Wait, you didn't, Marty. You didn't, you didn't give your honorable mention. Heath, you skipped right over. Oh, God damn it. Sorry, Brandon. Sorry, listeners. Uh, my honorable mention was fully right field, and I said the RV. Uh, the meth lab RV where they sold meth on their drive out to California to help pay for the camp. Yep, yep. They so were all, all crammed. All six of them crammed into that RV? Or is there, made is there it there. More? Made it home. Shout out RV. Did it make it home? I don't think we ever – we don't get confirmation that they made it back to Minnesota. Well, the show got canceled, so maybe not. Yeah, maybe that's they didn't get back. Oh shit! Yep, they didn't make it home because because right the last thing we see is them driving away. We don't get any. Ooh, and then we, maybe we get like a real Lord of the Flies, Lost in the Woods. What's that? What's that? Isn't there a Showtime show about that? Yellow Jackets, right? Maybe no this. It goes from Breaking Bad theme and on their drive out. And then they have the camp that we see on Disney. And then on the way home, their story turns into yellow jackets where, you know, you just got to survive in the woods by any means necessary, Brandon. And sometimes people die. You know who's surviving in the woods is fucking Rambo. Goddamn right. But she's not in the in the bus, in the RV. Maybe she's you know who's not maybe, maybe Alex. She's, maybe she's stowed away, you know, hid, hiding in the, the luggage compartment. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Well, sorry I <laughs> skipped, but the winner is Marnie. Yeah, very anti. Great character, Great favorite. Job. Great job. Great job. Yeah, I fucked that up. Sorry. Marnie yeah. is awesome. She's the best. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yes. You she, done it. You won it. Her, she was one of the very, very few bright spots throughout the entire season. She crushes. If it. not the only. Great, great comedic relief. And then you know we get a little love love story at the end with her and yep. Toby. And we love love here on the podcast. We do. That's a fact. That's a fact. I have, Jack. A, I have a speaking of loving love. I have a um, going on a, a hinge date after this. I got I gotta break what? out the uh, was the one minute of uninterrupted uninterrupted eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> see, uh, please, please do see if that <laughs> see if that rattles um, your upcoming hinge date. Make sure you lead with the podcast so that you can really make her question her decision on what she did, <laughs> what she chose to spend her afternoon doing. <laughs> I make it a point. You, 
I make it a point to <laughs> never mention the podcast when I'm like going on on hinge dates or like talking to to new prospective Midwestern art teachers. A you wise know. choice, my friend. That's a like wise a, choice. That's like a you know. That, that's that's the the information you drop. You know, when you're like a month in. You know. Yeah. When oh, it's, by the way, it's a bit too late for it to be a red flag, right? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> We got a dope ass podcast that like 500 people listen to. <laughs> it's a very generous, so, very so generous many, stat through thrown out there. <laughs> so many listeners, the millions and millions of listeners, like The Rock. Yeah, greatest thing that's ever happened to the world. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's a bit. Well, I've heard he's kind of. I heard he's sometimes not very nice, which is sad because God, we've, he's just he's so good. We've talked about this before. He has that, the whole, yeah, he had, that's right. He has the whole beef with Vin Diesel. He yeah. had that a weird lot little, of feedback recently. He had that weird little beef with Kevin Hart, but I think they're friends now. Um, yeah. It's one of those which, things where, like, after you know the fourth time you have an issue with working with somebody, you're probably the problem. You know. Yeah, that's uh, that's facts. But speaking of The Rock and Kevin Hart, and we will move on from here. Central Intelligence is one of my favorite movies <laughs> ever. I fucking love that movie. It's a pretty solid movie. It's it's, it's it's no Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle. Have both of them on Amazon Video. I've actually been doing this thing where because I have to buy, I buy like all my dog food on Amazon. I just buy everything on Amazon, but it has this little feature that if you wait like an extra two days, they'll give oh, you yeah, like yeah. little digital credits. Yeah. Um. And so I just stack those digital credits, and I get like little half price movies. So you know, Central Intelligence, Jumanji. Actually, just watched Jumanji last night as I was falling asleep. Brandon, there you go. It was great. Jack Black actually steals the show in that movie, though. We may have talked about this, but it just, he absolutely steals the show in that movie. I fucking love Jack Black. He's one of my my favorites. School of Rock. Classic. One of the greatest movies. Saving Silverman. Yep. Orange County. You know who uh, Gulliver's Travels? So bad. I love it. Oh my yeah. god! You know, you it's, know what's a, you know what's a ridiculous movie that I watched a couple weeks ago was yeah. uh, Shallow Hal. <laughs> oh my god, that movie is <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Then, you know uh, who, you know uh, who hates uh, Jack Black though? Who? Kelly. Why? N- wants nothing to do with that guy. Weird. Yeah, no Jack Black. I feel Black like, she, I feel like he would be right up her alley. He's a, you know. No, I I have to rock the Jack Black movie solo. So I'm gonna watch him. You know, Jack Black. You, you know Jack, Jack Black's just fantastic. Right. Even for, Tenacious D, great band. You know. You know what? Insanely is a fucking banger, dude. It's a banger oh, well, and a bop and a jam all rolled into one. I sang, um, what is it like uh, the fucker hard song oh, yeah. uh, to Kelly? Not a big fan. Not a big fan. Of of that rendition that I because I we thought that song was just a song of songs in high school and middle school <laughs> and so you know we would just be in the car and that was like the funny thing right you just you got a mix CD going and you're jamming and you know it's like Bon Jovi and then DMX you know and then all of a sudden 
you what can mix, always What kind of mix CD are you making with Bon Jovi and DMX? Oh, dude, you gotta you gotta keep people's senses guessing at all times when you're in that ride. You know, keep them moving, <laughs> keep them guessing. You gotta keep the people. You know, keep them keep them grooving. You, obviously, you didn't gravel travel very much as a kid, Brandon. Put a I little know. case of beer not, in the. I did do, not do you know what I'm, travel. I know. I know, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You put the case of beer in the trunk, and you've got the like the I had the Grand Prix, so you could put okay, the yeah. the center of it, and it reached back into the the trunk, and so then you know your back seat would deliver the brews, and you would gravel travel to the depot, which was the sixteen and over. <laughs> Yikes! Dance club, um, in Norfolk, Nebraska. Nice. And that was awesome. We used to we used to do the the church was uh, which is still going strong in yeah. Denver. There's like was, I mean, you know, there's like Toad Bridge and stuff like that too. You just gravel travel. You yeah. you know you pause but places. The, the church rip. was the the church was the sixteen and older club that we went to. What was your what was your first cheap beer of choice when you first started getting drunk? My first cheap. Like of choice that I that I yeah. chose or that was yeah. just foisted upon me. No, no, um, one that you were like, "Fuck yeah, let's go get this." Well, I'm a I'm a Colorado boy, so it's it's Coors Light through and through. Oh, oh, and, you know, okay. Rocky Rocky Mountain Water. If See, you if I if I get a chance for Rocky Mountain Water, I take it. We were eighth grade going into freshman year, and we were all about the thirty racks of stones. Yeah, that's, so that that's that's usually what um, you know. Like if I'm going to a if I was going to a, a party or whatever, um, and um, you know we're doing beer pong or whatever, and that, that's what everybody always brought was the thirty pack of stones, or uh, yeah. or uh, if you were if you were if you were slumming it with 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 the poor kids. Rolling Rock, that Natty Natty Lights, but honestly, Case of Bush oh, Light Nat, is Natty pretty Lons. much where you any everywhere you go in the in the good life, you know. I hate Bush Life. Um, I hate I hate Bush in general. <laughs> All right, sorry, we got a little off off track. <laughs> All right, I do though, George. George W. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle Bush, the NASCAR driver. Yeah. Dude, actually, do you, have you been? I hate them all. Uh, no. Have you been betting no, a, on strict, the NASCAR? I have a strict no Bush policy. <laughs> You're so stupid. I hate you so much. <laughs> but like, have you have you been have you been betting on the NASCAR races? No, no. Oh, dude, it's awesome! You can do like top five, top three, winner. You can do they do like you can, the verses, like so you can okay. you can do like a parlay of driver versus driver, whoever finishes higher in the poll. Oh, um, okay, okay. It's a lot of fun, actually. And then you know you just put that bad boy on your phone. You know, like I've got Fubo TV because I I had to have the Red Zone channel. You know what I mean? It just it was too much. The football games offered in southeastern united states were not you know especially early on when the jags were terrible and losing all the time before they went on that winning streak and the falcons and panthers and it was just you know got a little old so i hit red zone so i could get some good teams there you go in my viewing so (laughs) anyways but that's what um you know kelly and i will watch tv and then i'll just have like the nascar race up on my phone there you go 
I went to the yeah. Daytona 500 with my sister. It was so much. I would actually love to go back to a race and I would encourage every single person to go to a NASCAR race. Not only is it the greatest of all people watching that you will ever like, there's that number two, you can literally wear anything. Just maybe don't wear like a, I support Biden shirt, right? Like let's just, let's, let's be mindful of our surroundings. But other than that, all bets are off. Doesn't even no one, no one cares, you know, like it's, you can wear anything. And then number three, you can bring your own cooler. Yeah. Yeah. We made vodka gummy bears because Heidi's a genius. There you go. I never, I was so drunk. It was insane. I've never been to a NASCAR race, but I used to, when I was growing up, I used to go to, um, I don't even know if it's still around, but there, there was, there was like two or three speedways out in, uh, out in the boonies of Colorado. You go to those. Yeah. Um, There was one up north that was like dirt track. Some fucking demolition racing. That's where it's at. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Well, this was awesome though, because like, I mean, well, doing anything with Heidi is really easy because she's like, like she is so good at organized and detailed and planned fun, and it's (laughs) it's so awesome. Um, and so she got us the tickets that came with the noise canceling headphone and it was like it looked like a Game Gear. (laughs) Basically, do you remember Game Gears? Yeah. and you could use that to switch back. Like you could either listen to the broadcast that was like on Fox, or you could switch through to all the drivers, um, pit crews and stuff oh, wow. like that. Okay. And you had the hand noise canceling headphones, but like, you know, you could do, you could, there was like a setting on it where like, you could like, it was like not fully noise canceling so that people could talk to you and stuff. Um, my only feedback was the lines to the bathrooms. Like, People are bringing in their own coolers. Like you gotta, gotta become equipped. Yeah, you know, get the or get the troughs longer. Bring, you bring in a second empty cooler. You use that. <laughs> oh god, that's gently frowned upon. But I can tell you this: there was a lot of, a lot of threes in the air for Dale that day. Because yeah, Dale Junior. I think that was like one of his last years when I went. I was, uh, you know, go fast, turn left, NASCAR. Praise hail, praise Dale. Oh, God damn. I just got a Dale shirt, T-shirt, actually. I remember Amazon. when that happened, dude. That was a heartbreaking day. That was, yeah. Actually, so, I, I like, paid zero attention to NASCAR, and I cried that day. Well, it yikes, was probably because I was like five years old. You know, I just cried about everything. So I don't. I don't know if I ever told you this. I've told you pieces of this story, but like, you know, I, I worked for a minor league baseball team. They were the, they were formerly known as, yeah. And named after Dale Earnhardt, but like the fans, there's this old lady who has been a season ticket holder since they were, they were the Piedmont bull weevils before they were the Canapolis intimidators. And she would like tell stories and she'd be like, Oh, Yes, you know what that was? That was the year we lost Dale. I'll never forget that. Absolutely. That was the year we lost Dale, young man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just an absolute there's, tragedy. Yep. There's there's when you're down in the south, there's there's two time frames you gotta pay attention to. Before Dale and after Dale. Yeah. Yeah. I also met Jeff Gordon with Heidi. We Heidi Heidi is a big Jimmy Johnson fan, so we went to like that. You could go to like the what is it Hendrix? Was it Hendrix or something like that? Anyways, I said 
It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And anyways, we were there and we were taking pictures and I was like, Marty, Marty. And I was like elbowing her and she's like, what? I'm taking a picture. And I was like, well, I don't know. That's Jeff fucking Gordon right there. Yeah, Jeff, Gordon's um, a, Jeff Gordon's a northern boy, though. He's from fucking Indiana. Oh, I thought he was from California. Is he? I just know he's not from. I know he's not from the south. So a lot of the NASCAR people don't like him. I thought he was a California boy, and that is made it even worse. Is he a California boy? Oh, yeah, that driver uh, from California. I ain't supporting him, Brandon. No right. way, you're, no how. You're right. I thought My he was heart from will always be with Dale. I thought he was from Indiana, but he's from Vallejo. Talk about fucking yuppie. Yep. So, anyways. What is, um, what, what is this, the OC? <laughs> he was... He was very, very kind, though, Brandon. He was like, hey, guys, you want some autographs and a picture? And we well, were like, Vallejo, yeah, that'd be cool. Vallejo's not an OC, by the way, just a heads up. That was the Where's... joke. Oh. He I didn't, didn't, I didn't seem like he got it. Vallejo is Northern California. but I don't give a shit about your joke, Brandon. I, I mean, apparently you just skipped right over it. Uh, anyways, I digress. Where were we? This is, damn it, this is what we did with the back end of these episodes. We don't want to talk about cake eaters, so we started talking about NASCAR. I, how, I, we've gone through three three categories. Yeah. All right, we got to go fast. We got to go fast. We got to go fast. All right. Oh, and the God. fourth category is the best one-liner. We're, 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 let's just speed let's speed through this. Let's get this over with. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so my, my one-liner honorable mention is aj when he's uh telling evan about how he's gonna go run 10 miles before he sleeps that way he can dream about running too and then uh evan says evan does what he does what he always does says something stupid and then aj (laughs) responds with you see some you see some cool captain stuff man and then he runs away (laughs) really good stuff i agree you say some cool captain stuff man i love it Um, captain stuff we might be hearing more from AJ again later. Mine AJ? is from, mine is from or um, AJ, the artist, also known as Troy, in some early cake <laughs> cake eaters episodes. You, uh, but, the, you got that wrong so often; it was ridiculous. <laughs> I know. I was listening back. I was like, "Geez, Louise! Like, how could I not get his fucking name right?" Uh, there was Anyways, like, there's like two or three instances where I just let it go to. I was just like, "Just whatever. Let's just keep it. Call him Troy." <laughs> All right, so mine is our boy Portman um, talking about our favorite place, Ice Palace. He says, yeah, dudes, I'm new on the job, but buckling's a bad thing. Know what I mean? He went from Chicago bad boy to L.A. stoner boy. He's always been he's always been a stoner. Every every if you if well, yeah, not as a kid, you didn't pick up on it, but go go back and watch like the beginning scenes when he gets introduced in D2 and it, it's yeah, it reads stoner 100%. Are you sure? Where's his eyes bloodshot? I don't know if they went that far, but you okay. know. We'll the way he was dressing, the music he was listening to, the dude was smoking weed. All right. Well, not to judge um, a book by its cover, but stoner. Not to not to judge, but just to judge. All right. And the winner yeah. Of the best one-liner is AJ again saying, commenting on the second pick. Damn it. Sorry, I didn't know. Anyways, <laughs> um, 
it's a, yeah, wor- yeah. it a working uh, title. <laughs> it gets uh, it's it's when AJ gets passed up for the first pick. Because yeah. Nick gets picked first, right? Nick gets picked first by Alex because she's the worst. <laughs> and then what What does AJ say? He turns to Evan, right? Does he turn to Evan? Yes. No, it's just um, it's just random kid. And he's like, ah, second pick. That's called adversity. Now I've got a chip on my shoulder. Yep. And that's the last that's the that's the last thing you want to give. Um a kid like AJ is 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 uh absolutely some motivation. Don't fuel his some, don't fuel some, his uh, hate fire, bull, baby. Bulletin board material. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh man. All right. Um you ready for okay. the next one? Next one, let's do it. Next category is best goal. This one was real tough. There's not a lot of great goals. A lot of the ones no. are just normal shots that they breeze right through because they only show what 30 seconds of hockey throughout the whole fucking season worst um so i just out of default the only one that like i can remember actually happening is coop's dumbass goal where they all pile in and then he skates because what is what is he he goes up to it's the the spirit of the ducks episode and he skates up to to coach alex sideways would be for the goalie to score right what if i scored and then I can't believe you picked that goal. Well, it's the only one that I can remember. Na- name another goal. Yeah, I don't name know. Well, quit. I can't believe I just you know I was offended by that goal. You were offended by that goal. Yeah, like so? every person that hockey's had was offended by that goal. Anyways, you know what is a different goal that's even better? Sam. Yeah, but I, you, and his headbutt goal. That is a good one during the icebreaker. That uh, one. Although is the you, best. that should have been. Uh, him displaying how great he is as a goalie and not a goal scorer, though. So, well, let's see. They're here nor there. Still okay. a good goal. That's pretty and good. the winner of the best goal is Team Canada Flying V. This was I great, loved it. That was this was a great yeah, goal. Go although they they I if I remember correctly they were offsides when they did this, <laughs> but. Um, nice. it was a great, it was a great, it was a great, it was great seeing somebody, you know, just give coach Alex the finger and be like, fuck yeah. you. I was just going to say, it's a beautiful thumb of the nose to coach Alex from coach T. And I loved yeah, yeah. it. I was, and, I was and, fully there for, it. I was rooting for team. And I, just, uh, I was, I was rooting for coach T the entire time. Yeah. Um, and I just remembered he had a good one liner after that too. When Alex is like, what are you doing the flying V on us for? And he goes, you don't own a letter. <laughs> or whatever he says. Good stuff. Fucking coach stuff. team, man. Team Canada flying V, though. That was, oh, I love that. That was by far the best goal. Yeah. All right. This next category, we can go quick as well. Um, yeah. The next category is best team name. My honorable mention is, again, Coach T and his team, Team Canada. Great name. Straight to the point. Patriotic. Love it. <laughs> oh Canada. The names of this. I know we we spent yeah. like thirty with, with the episode where they tell us the names. We I think we spent like thirty minutes talking about how terrible they are, but they really the are time. the fucking worst names. This was this this category sprung from season one when they had the awesome. sickest fucking names, yeah. the best names in the goddamn world. And then to go from the that Nova to this, Stars, Nova Stars, the Maroon Marauders, 
My God. What was uh? Here, I'll go back to uh. uh so good. Yeah, Nova Stars is what won for season one. Yeah. And then our, your honorable mention was Arctic Devils. And then we Ooh. had the we had the whole controversy on whether or not this was actually a team name or not. Viper Freeze, <laughs> remember Viper Freeze, dude? Oh, dude, made up name, oh. but dope as fuck. We, um, it was either it was either a team name or an energy drink. I think that's what we we decided on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> energy drink sponsorship is what I was really rooting for. Um, that, that's what we that's that's what we need to throw on on. Uh, I don't know. It'll it'll they'll probably tell us to take it down season to season, but we need to throw a viper freeze t-shirt up on the on the merch store oh yeah oh dude they would never know um <laughs> that's true my team name honorable mention is dominate there was just no other option so there you go either that or accountability you know yeah or you know and so then the we can just the, the winner by default is mighty ducks because it's the yeah. only the, it's the only thing that was actually a team name yeah all right and, and not a fucking you know with some what I'm, uh, a core principle or whatever the fuck they're called. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And and God, goddamn was, corporate America ruining everything. And if they were going to have Alex call them the Mighty Ducks, then all of the other team names should have been like team names and not like core values. Mm-hmm. It just I do love like, how I, I do love how in that that episode every everybody is like oh my god they're like waiting with with bated breath like oh what's she gonna call her team name and it's like you guys made jerseys and hats for everybody you know what the fucking team name is uh, why why do just... why <laughs> at at worst marnie know marnie's the only one who knows and we we've we we have evidence throughout the whole season she's a blabbermouth she would have told everybody that they were the mighty ducks uh, it's Anyway, that, that doesn't matter. That scene where every single coach shouts the team name and then puts the hat on is so, so awful that it's it's pretty amazing. It's one of those things where it's like so, so terrible that it's hilarious. I I mean, I hate it. It's all it's all terrible. Um, <laughs> and just to preface, the next category gets no honorable mentions because it just didn't we just didn't even have any. So we're just going to rip through this and give it the winner. I was prepared to not award it this year, but then you brought up the scene that that saved it, which is our best parent uh, award goes to Nick's moms again. You got it. uh, Because of the Lightning McQueen cake and and (sighs) them sending pre-filled out birthday cards for his friends to just give to him. And I mean, the dedication, the support, the shipping costs for yeah. the summer. That, it that, was just they had to do that second with, to none. Had to have dry ice or something to keep it cool. Yeah, you know? like think it. So and like think about that. You know, we're going from Minneapolis, Minnesota to what, the greater L.A. area, yeah. right? Isn't I that assume. where they were at? They're, they're in California. Like I assumed L.A. That's no, that's no. Well, you know, you know, shipping costs to sniff at, you know. No, no, and you know they're overnighting that FedEx overnight or UPS overnight, you know. Absolutely. So that's uh, well, we talked about it earlier, but they've got to have some kind of like, I don't know if they own like a like a little FedEx shop or something, or if they get some kind of, you know, maybe they have an Etsy store where they're shipping a lot of stuff. I could see that, and so they have a large scale um shipping supplies thanks to their etsy store yeah or they got a, a connect somewhere you know yeah. somehow but they're but, great people so that may, would make yeah. sense oh yeah absolutely Fr- friends in high places for sure yeah 
All right. Um, and the next court category is best returning character. I mean, I know I, I, I think I've said this for every single category. There's not a lot to choose from here. There's, nope. It was very tough picking good things <laughs> to give awards to. This but is tricky. Best return. So best returning character. I, my honorable mention, I just, I, it, it's got to go to Portman, even though he's, he was there for five seconds at the very beginning and then never showed up again. But mm. it was sick. To, it was, it was fantastic to see Portman because he didn't, he wasn't in season one when they all came I back. Agree. So it was great for him. That was a nice little Easter egg to show up. I agree. I agree. Um, mine in that same boat is seeing Fulton back as a construction worker, um, dude, now leading the job. This the, is dude, the construction big bros coming in clutch. I love it. Construction brothers, you know, they even did That's, the, they even did the chest bump too. It was great. Yep. Gotta, then, gotta love it. Okay. Who's, so, who's and the winner? winner of the best returning character is. <laughs> Coach T. This is obvious. Yes. Oh, I fucking I lost my mind when he showed up at uh, at the end. I just wish they would have. I wish they would have given him a little bit more. I, he was only there for yep. an, epi- an episode. Like I did. I, I loved his little missed opportunity. I loved his little Winnipeg backstory. I yeah, that was nice. <laughs> I, I think like, he should have been nicer to Canada. Like, you know, like he was really mean though about well, I mean, what he's, I he was projecting, you know, he's, he's, he's okay. very bitter about what, ha- what happened to him. And now he just, he's projecting his anger on every, every, everybody and everything in his way. You know, he was just living large poaching twin cities, moms. And two now he's, he was dating yeah. two, two at a time. He's two at a time. <sighs> You know, that's it's a tough. It's a that, tough that, uh, was, that was tough another wake up call. That was another great line when he was like, <laughs> I, I had to dump both of my moms or both of the moms I was dating. Uh, he was dating his a, own moms. Yeah. Just a chip off the old Bombay block, huh? <laughs> he was. I like the. I feel like even last year, even not last year, even with, God, we could have done with, so much better. With even with show. season one, they like Coach T. Because we talked about this about how they have they have a lot of great ideas, but they just never get fleshed out or they're executed wrong. Coach T is another yeah. one of those where it should have been, it should have been more. It was, it was mishandled for sure. Yeah. Um, and so, next category is best ongoing storyline. There was not a lot to choose from, Brandon. But what do you have? No, uh, they they did a this season. I feel like they did a, a really awkward and weird job of having everything in that episode get kind of resolved in the episode. Like there's, there's not a lot of like long-term storytelling. It's all very episode, episode by episode. So ongoing storylines was tough, but I picked um, something near and dear to my heart, Heath, which is the dead mom, Jace's dead mom. Because as we find out at the end of the fucking season, they spent 10 years ignoring the entire situation, which is mind boggling. How you how you don't address a dead family member for 10 years. No wonder the dude's a sad boy. Yeah, it's as a as a child, you know, like you got to get to get that stuff out. You know, yeah. if that, if you bottle it up, you're going to combust a little bit, maybe even have a glitch in your shot. Yeah. Get the yips. Man. Yeah. 
you're uh, you're going to be the Brett Maher, you know, of remember that guy's yips in the playoffs. Yikes. He's did. I was thinking what's what's like he, the, did famous, the Nebraska Cornhuskers dirty there. What's the famous baseball one? Oh, Chuck Knobloch, right? The yips with Chuck Knobloch. I think he he's like the, the most oh, famous case. He like quit being able to throw the ball to first base again. Some, right? Something like from, that. Yeah. From third. Yeah. 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 There you go. All right. My honorable mention is just the evolution of Marnie as, you know, gracious and loving secretary. And then it blossoms into a love story with the weirdo Toby. Um, You know, she, she aids and abeds Alex in smuggling the children out of the camp and then throws (laughs) Alex under the bus. And that was great. Oh no, that's what Alex said. Remember the person you're mad at? Yeah. Oh, she had another. I now I now I wish I would have put this as my one liner, but she had one during that conversation with Coach Cole where she goes, uh, "What does she say? Something along the lines of, um, I, I did what I did, and I can't be blamed.' Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Great one liner. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my honorable mention. Um, and then the winner of the best ongoing storyline is Coach T's Redemption. Or f- failed redemption. We I love still... a good Phoenix riding, rising from the ashes, yep. Brandon, but not quite rising all the way. <laughs> Only, yep, <laughs> rising about halfway from the ashes and then getting burnt yeah. again. Um, yeah. But yeah, co- again, co- like we talked about, Coach T is fantastic. Um, and then, yeah, him coming back at the end was great. Again, I wish they would have done a little more. And uh, handled it a little better, but it was still still a great, uh, great ongoing storyline. Best one for sure. Absolutely, Brandon. Um, not much to add there. Coach T, yeah. woo, love Coach him. T. Um, and the next category is best episode. So my honorable, another tough one. Yeah, my honorable mention is episode nine, Summer Breezers. Um. Again, because it's the the dead mom episode, which was just that conversation w- was ridiculous and unbelievable. <laughs> you know, they don't. He does, How do you not talk about your your dead wife, dead mom for ten goddamn years? Ten years, and then <laughs> then he drops the bombshell where he's like, "You know why I put the camp right here by this lake? Because it's your mom's favorite spot." And Jace is like, "Why the fuck would you never tell me that?" It's it's just, just like, stupid. I hate it. I hate communicate, it people. Talk to each other for the love of God. <laughs> My honorable mention is the Coach Classic. Um, I just th- thought it was hilarious that Maya obviously learned horrible gambling habits from her dad, who was yelling in the garage. Um, and I bet, the kids I bet you got she's- in. I bet you Maya's out there betting on NASCAR for sure. Oh, listen, Brandon, as a low stakes gambling expert, um, <laughs> I could have taught these kids a thing or two while this is all going down. That's all. I said they they were they were not low stakes gambling. They were they were betting the farm. Yeah, well, they ate the farm is what <laughs> happened instead of. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. It's but that was that was my favorite. I thought that was kind of just a fun charming yeah. episode 
even though and the know, Nick there's very Nick, Nick came and saved the day. day. Yep. Classic. There you go. Nick. Classic. Um, and the winner of the best episode is Lights Out. Yep. And so this is the the season finale. Coach T, the 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 game with Coach T and the Scouts, Team Canada versus Team Dominate Ducks. Duck- Would have been better if uh, Canada had won. Ooh, there we go. Yep. The Duckinators. Why didn't we call them that? The Duckinators. But yeah, it would have been would have been better if Coach T had truly gotten his full redemption. But, but. best episode out of the bunch because you got Coach T, you got all that, and it was the end. It's over. You know, we don't have to wrapping this wrapping this bad boy up and spending no more time on it is the best thing that could have happened. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's there we go. All right, uh, the next category is best couple. Best couple for this one, I went with uh, for my honorable mention. I went with Gertie and Sam. They had a nice blossoming uh, friendship that, towards the end, I think, kind of took on a little bit of a, more of a romantic aspect. Yep, yep um, I agree. Sam's gonna go visit Alaska. That sounds tight. Yeah, hopefully he has two two to three weeks to get there. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, yeah. You yeah. gotta he's got to carve Zip out. Zipper. He's got to carve yeah, out it, some time just in case. Because what did Gertie say? He, like you go to the, you you fly in, you go to the the dock. For yeah, the you got to wait for, right for the, for the mail. Yeah, the seaplane. You got to a. You got to wait for the 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 pilot, and then she said something along the lines of, "You have to wait until there's enough more. An, there's more passengers enough to fill the plane. Yeah. God knows how long that's going to take. Yeah, could be a could be a week there with seaplane captain. You know, Jim. She did. She gave. She gave him a name. I forget what the name was. Oh, it wasn't Jim, but it was something. Well, whatever. Either way, doesn't good, matter. Good pick. My honorable mention, um, a little bit right field here again, is Nick and Pucky. Um, you know, we really saw that that friendship strengthen and that bond grow through the trials and tribulations of being way underqualified for a elite performance hockey camp. Yeah. Nick was in way over his head, but thank God Pucky was there. Yep, exactly. And the winner of the best couple is Marnie and Toby. Oh, yeah. Uh, True love blossomed, Brandon. Couple, hashtag couple goals. Yep. You know, that date that they took over, that they they put on, and so they took over. It's beautiful. It's hashtag romance. uh, One minute of uninterrupted eye contact, man. It works. I, please, please do that technique <laughs> as much as possible. Start doing one minute of Ke- Kelly loves it. She makes us do this sometimes. Of like we do eye contact things. Yeah, so I'm all. Better. I'm I'm all about eye contact. I just don't know if you start off the first date with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might be a that's, little aggressive. Yeah, but. that's more of like a you know that that that. We, that's something I would do after I mentioned that I have the podcast, you know, like one, two months. <laughs> oh, in. so that's deep. That's yeah, yeah. deep in the, in the dating, you know, yeah. we're, we're at six months here. <laughs> don't want, don't, don't want to give, give any excuses to slide out of the DM. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next category is best friendship. Um, so this this one I have uh, my honorable mention Marnie again crushing yep. crushing these these cakes here and, pod fave 
and Coach Cole. Her and Coach yep. Cole's relationship. I thought it was nice. Um, I loved their little dynamic that they had back and forth. Um, yeah. Especially like the 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 whenever she has the conversations with him and she thinks she's in trouble, those are all great. Um, the I did what I did and I can't be blamed line. Fantastic. I mean, uh, she was the heart and soul of the elite performance ice center. Like oh, yeah. that place is not running, even though, and anyone could have made the mistake of sending the invites to the wrong ducks. Like that's anyone could have made that mistake. That was very confusing, but think about like the way Marnie came in clutch with the food fight cleanup, food fight cleanup, you know, get over here, people. This is what we've been preparing for fully prepared staff. Yep. Thanks to Marnie. Yep. Yep. And then she was, uh, that's you what know. a best friend does for a, a, another friend's elite performance ice center. Exactly. And she's not afraid to, to tell coach Cole when he's wrong, you know, like there's at, at the, I think it's the summer, yeah. summer breezers, the, the ninth, uh, episode where yeah. they skip out on the, they all skip out on the final game and they go to the lake. Yep. There's the scene where coach Cole and Marnie figure out they're at the lake and Coach Cole's like, Marnie, you need to go over there. You need to yell at him, and you need to tell him to come play hockey. And she goes, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go sit in the shade, look into my boyfriend's eyes for one minute, and have the time of my life. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go full Coach Alex on you and just have a mutiny. Boom. Done. All right. Uh, my best friendship is Nick and Evan. They'll always be best friends, no matter what they go through. They're there for each other. Boom. Done. That's fair. That's fair. And the winner of the best friendship is AJ and Coob. And this is a good one. This is a great one. And again. And they need, fucked it up. We needed more. Let's be honest. Yep. The yeah, blossoming friendship of Coob and AJ after he had Coob pay for his autograph. Amazing. Uh, so much missed opportunity in there. The you know? amount of things that they waited until the eighth, ninth, and tenth episode to do yeah. is insane. Like, Think of all the duets we could have had. Yeah. It, it, all the one-liners we missed out on. All the, you yeah. know, it's just, yeah, it's just heartbreaking. But a great, <sighs> great friendship. Great friendship. Yeah. We loved it. Singing so. Landslide together, dude. Yeah. Took my love what, and you took it down. What more do you need in a friend other than a, a landslide partner? That's, you know, I just see my reflection. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go next one. Next one. Next category is pheasant of the team. So I originally and we had- we made this up because everyone sucks. Yeah. Yeah, so it's pheasant of the team is the the least valuable player, the worst person yep. on the worst guy on the team. Yep. But so I originally had Coob as my pheasant for honorable mention because Coob he's the worst goalie that's ever ever lived. Grace youth hockey. Yeah. Ever lived. But yep. in uh the midst of this uh episode, this conversation we're having, I'm changing it. And my yep. pheasant my honorable mention for pheasant of the team is Rich Eisen. <laughs> you really got I hope we can get rich on the podcast so you and him can just clear the air and he can and he can give you the why 
as to why his publicist or well, so whoever, I, I, I think it was whoever the, from his team signed on for this travesty. I think, it, I think it was the last episode when I bring up the fact that I, I mean, my my ill will is not towards Rich Eyes and the person, because I mean, I like I, I've, I'm not going to fault you for ta- for for taking the job, taking the bag. You know, go get your money, Rich. Do it. Props to you there. Gonna get but, that Disney money exactly. But like, I mean. It's 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 the it's the character of Rich Eisen that he's playing in the show, you know. Where and he should have given the, feedback and been like, "You guys, this right, like this character, you're, you're making that me look like a fucking jerk, dude." Yeah, like a huge tool. Yeah, like a, and and kind why, of a weirdo. Why does he know the middle school gossip? Why the fuck does he and know what's going on? Exactly. Like this is like this is and he Disney stole... Disney grooming all over. Exactly, and he stole. <laughs> Rich Eisen involved in children's social lives. Yeah, that just didn't make any sense at all. I can't. It was. was And he stole. Go ahead. He stole. He stole stole this job from MJ and Terry, our our true friends of the pod. MJ and Terry. (laughs) Shout out! Shout out to Leah and and Mark. I need some justice for them. Friends, friends of the program. You know, near and dear friends. Yeah. And they got yeah. robbed by fucking Rich yeah. Eisen. Yeah. Sick bastard. All right. Um, my ever, honorable mention. If I ever is, see Rich Eisen, if I ever see Rich Eisen in person, I'm going to kick him in the shins. Oh my God. You're going to get arrested oh. for assault. Why would kick you him in the that? shins? And then you look him in the eye and you go, you know why rich, you fucking know why, but, but he wouldn't. And so that's just <laughs> damn it. All right. So my honorable mention know. is, Fries, you are a pheasant if you are a side dish and not an entree. Boom, done. Roasted. Boom, boom roasted. Okay, who's our winner? Who's our who's our pheasant? And our winner is unfortunately Nick. Nick the stick. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't good at hockey. No, nope, he doesn't. Let's get, be honest. He doesn't get any better throughout the season. Nope. And then at the very end, he gets hurt, and everybody's like, "Oh, thank God, you got hurt." Just stay yeah, on the bench, like GTFO. Yeah. What does he you say? Know? What does he say when he's like, uh, Sophie's trying to uh, uh, comfort him, and he's like, "You need to." Sophie's like, "You need to do what I did, and you just, you know, sit it out and relax." And he goes, "What are you talking about? Everybody, everybody did a mutiny when you got injured, and they, <laughs> they threw in their sticks." It's like throw, throw in your sticks for me right now. Throw them in. Let's go. Fe- pheasant of the team. As much as we love Nick, he he's what? What's he say in the first season? He's got more of a podcast body. Yep, yep, and we see it really shining through, you know, when it's him and Jace down at the end, it's just, you know, it's a sad day. Great character, not the best at hockey, and sometimes that's just how it goes in in life and in middle school. But the opposite of the pheasant is our next category, the team MVP. And so you, you, uh, for your pheasant on the team, you pick the side dish for my team yeah. MVP. I'm going entree main course. Yeah. All day. AJ Lords. You think he's like a T-bone with a little bit of like a pad of garlic butter on top no, of that bad no, boy melting a, down. He's a tomahawk steak. Tomahawk. Ooh, okay. Uh, anyways. All right. Team MVP. Yours is AJ. Of course, he's the best hockey player at the camp. He is the best actor in the show. Um, AJ's awesome. Mine is Rambo just because she showed a lot of leadership uh, and team dominate. And 
you know, really, really showed through when they helped pick the captain. And, um, you know, she's a solid player and should have gotten more run. But she should have. Rambo. Fucking Rambo. And the winner, kind of a shocker, is Evan. Yeah. I mean, he. Evan showed the most growth as a hockey player. We got to give him his due. He dedicated himself to hockey. He really got, he yep. got the most out of this camp. Yep. You he know, put in he, the work. He, he, he quit he, talking about it, started being about it. Right. Exactly. He dumped his mom. He dumped his yep. girlfriend. He found Dead a, weight. He found a new girlfriend. Hockey. Rambo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't, I don't. I don't think so. Was there any? No, was, no, yeah, no. That's, yours is yours is great. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he, I just guessed Rambo, uh, but I didn't see where you were going uh, with it. No, he says he says that to uh, when he's having that heart to heart with Nick. That's right. He's like, yeah. maybe I should just date hockey. Hockey's my new girlfriend. Yeah, yeah you're right. So yeah, and then he Boom. scores uh, scores the game winning goal shootout at the end. So yeah. As much as we get, as as much flack as we give the character of Evan, he did you know? well this yeah. season. He, he, he did, did the best. He, he did the thing. He did the thing. And it, didn't he talk to that D three school too? Right, like a little yeah, little D three school in Minnesota. And I love that journey for was, Evan. I think it was Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, but, like but a yeah. like a a scrappy D three hockey player is yeah. the perfect journey for Evan. Yeah, loved it. Dude, I would have, I would have fucking loved to play D three sports. I've been fucking crushing it out there. Yeah, would have been and like crushing some, it on and off the court or ice. Exactly. I would have been, I would have been playing at some like you know school in the middle of fucking bumfuck Kansas or Oklahoma. You know, just Morehead State. Well, that's I Kentucky. think it's in Minnesota. That's Kentucky. Morehead State. Uh, all right, and the next category is the biggest missed opportunity. This and this is the entire series, but we can narrow it down to three. Go ahead. Well, yeah, this one we could talk for for days about. Yeah, um, we may just have to do an episode about like how this whole series in itself was a missed opportunity. Yeah, like we might collectively, to... season one was good. Season one was good enough. It wasn't great. Yeah, it got through, but like this last season was absolutely it was hot chore. garbage. It was, it was a, a chore. It was a a a spit to the face of all Ducks fans yeah. in America, yeah, in the world, across the world. It was a, it was a shin kick. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Disney just pissed in all of our Cheerios. That's what they did. That's what they get paid to do. <laughs> That's it. Um, All right. Um, my, what's your biggest one? Honorable mention. So I have two. I have two written down. Um, so I'm just gonna say both of them. Uh, and we already mentioned the, my first one a little bit, which is the Coach T redemption arc. Again, I wanted more Coach T. You know, have him come in, maybe a couple episodes before the last episode, give us some more meat to chew on with Coach T. And what would have really been great, although now that the the series has been canceled to end it like this would have been terrible. You knew you would have for sure needed a season three. If you would let coach T win at the end, let him fucking beat him. Let him get his redemption. I agree. And then, but you right there, you would need a season three for, for, you know, like the, the old trilogy rubber match. Yeah. The rubber match for the ducks to win again. But, um, Exactly. Or, you, or fu- fu- 
fuck it. End the whole series with Coach T and Team Canada beating the Ducks. End it right well, there. I'd be fine with that. Disney Talk had the framework. Ball, dude. Season two is, you know, that when the Empire strikes back. Yeah, it's, it's a classic trilogy uh, story. We're on the yeah. in the second part. You lose. You get knocked yeah. down. Yeah, and then you gotta, you gotta get wins. back. You know, you gotta be. Fuck it. This is exactly what one of the greatest bands of all time, Chumbawamba, was talking about, Brandon. <laughs> when you get knocked down, you must get up again. And they're never going to keep you down. Well, I mean, now that it's canceled, they can't get back up. You know, they're, they're forever down. But so that, 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 like, that was my first. <laughs> that was my first honorable mention was, was the Coach T Redemption. My second one, which we've talked about as well, is yeah. Goddamn, where the fuck is MJ and Terry? I feel like you talked to you. You belabored that enough. I feel like I feel like they didn't bring them back as a personal slight to me and you. They were like these guys. (laughs) It's not to me. It's no skin off my back. (laughs) No offense, I love them. You know, big fans of the podcast. You know, friends of the podcast. Friends of the program. Mark Chavez. He was he did us all a huge favor, and he came on and talked to us. uh, One of the episodes. Which, if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that. It's our easily our best episode because Mark yeah. Mark's fucking hilarious and the best and he deserves yeah. better Heath okay right. he deserves better than Rich fucking Eisen. Um, my biggest missed opportunity is that they had an opportunity to actually do Moneyball with the last pick in the draft and follow the framework and like built like think of how much better that team like that storyline would have been if they actually built a team of scrappy underdogs using moneyball and the statistics that coach cole built against him and so they work hard they put in the effort and then they scrap their way to the top they did i i agree with you this speaks to a lot of their missed opportunities and a lot of the issues with this this season is they bring they have a good idea and they they implement it but then they either immediately backtrack or forget about it so like they have they have the draft day episode where nick's like oh i can moneyball this shit let's do it yep. they spend then half, they don't do it they spend half an episode and then the first game which is what like which is the next episode, right? Episode five is when they do the first game and they get destroyed like 12, nothing. And Nick yeah. walks into the locker room and he throws away his binder and goes, well, I fucked up guys. And it's like, well, no, like, like let's, why are we giving no, this you up just, so quick? Like you just didn't actually do money ball. You just drafted yeah. all the fucking ducks. Yeah. It, it's one of those, that like, was not money ball. <laughs> yeah. They just, well, they used Moneyball for like Fry, the Moneyball theory for like Fries and Gertie, and, and but but like two just, people, two just, people on the team. They cool. Don't, they don't flush it Good out premise. at all. They they have like a, I hated a it. solid so idea, it's a miss- and then they, yeah. they ruin it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, <sighs> fucking Richards. Uh, <laughs> all right, and the winner of the biggest missed opportunity is the Duckless TV show. So it wasn't completely duckless, obviously. We had Portman and Fulton. It was two duckless at the Pride of the Ducks. Yeah, it, we had two ducks, but they were only there for five seconds at 
the very beginning of the show and then yeah. not a single duck after that. And they How talked about have... the knuckle puck nonstop and they didn't have fucking Keenan. Yep. Yeah, they had a disgrace. A true disgrace. They had coach coach Alex teach him the fucking knuckle puck. And it turned it into a heat seeking missile and just yeah, anyways, and who no, she who taught her the knuckle puck? Nobody ever taught her the knuckle puck. How does she know how to do yeah. it? it? Just doesn't make any sense. How do you not have any goddamn ducks in? And in how the does Alex have no hockey skill, and then she can teach a hyper precision specialty shot? Yeah, it's yeah. I just it, how do you have an episode titled "Spirit of the Ducks" and you don't have no any ducks. ducks? You don't. You don't even have Fulton and Portman come back. Yeah. It's it's disgusting. So, anyways, unbelievable. Anyways, all right. In our final category, we can get this uh, over with. Is uh, and uh, arguably the most important category. Coming coming for a from a couple bald guys <laughs> like us. Coming from people, two people with the worst hair. Yeah, Let's we talk have about... a deep appreciation for it. <laughs> the best flow. And so, my honorable mention. Um, is, and this is, I think this is the first time we're talking about him, uh, is, is good old Paul. You remember Paul? I'm no, not really, but remind the listeners. So Paul is on team dominate. Okay. Domination. He, he, he shows up for a little bit. You see him in the, the practice scenes for, yep. you know, yep. right before Nick's birthday when Evan's being a fucking weirdo. Yep. You see him a couple times there. And then his real shining moment is in episode nine when they're doing the food fight scene and Sophie freaks out and she's like, why are we being terrible to each other? This is summer camp. We should have been being best friends. Like, take a look at this guy. And she points to Paul and she goes, what's your name? Paul? Paul's your name? Paul? Paul could have been a fucking, what does she say? The best man at her wedding? I don't think that's what she says, but that's what she means. Who knows? Is the best. Yeah. yeah, Paul could have been her maid of honor. honor. Yeah. Exactly, man of honor. I don't know if the if the titles change. I don't. <sighs> Who knows? But, don't get into but that. But Paul, Paul, and then you see he he's in a bunch of other scenes in the like he's in the background of a bunch of scenes in the the last episode. But he's got a great great head of hair. It's uh you know, it's bouncy, it's shiny, it's you know, love it. Bounces off love the it. light. You know, I'm bouncing off the walls again. Whoa, um. My honorable, do you, <laughs> anyways, my honorable mention is Maya. She no dry shampoo there, Brandon. That is just you know some some great uh, you know beautiful maybe use some Pantene Pro V right? Is that a or herbal essence right? Like well, isn't that, that a good? That's that, a good shampoo, right? Used, I used to use that, that as a kid. So that, that those ones was that the one with like the incredibly sexually suggestive commercials? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Where she's moaning in the shower, and it smelled like a whole like rainforest in the shower. I was all about those herbal essences shampoos. My dad used to make fun of me, but I loved them. So, did you get it as much out of those shampoos as the girls in the commercials did, Heath? No, no, Um, but they did smell delightful. (laughs) Good, that's good. So, and the winner of the best flow is Coach T. Cleaning up. Coach T. He was an honorable mention uh, for season one for Best Flow. And now um, he's taking home the, taking home the cakey. Because he's got 
Fantastic got three. Hair. Fantastic hair. And Technically four with the flying V. Logan. Four cakeys. Logan, who won this last season, um, is gone. So that freed, yeah. freed up freed up that spot for Coach T. Team Canada. There's a reason he's dating two different moms, you know? Yeah. And it's the flow. It's the flow. It's the flow, and as the kids say, Heath, there is. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Love it. The Riz, Riz Biz. Okay. All so right. That's that's all, those are our categories. We got through it. We, we figured it out. Let's let's rip through these rapid fire superlatives and let's let's end this with a little bit of pizzazz. Unlike the show, you ready? Woo! Let's do it. Superlative category. The first one is most likely most likely to succeed. Rambo, 100%. Easy. That's an easy one. Okay. Mine's AJ. Um, you know, second overall pick, chip on his shoulder. Nothing's going to hold that dude back. That's fair. That's fair. Yep. Uh, next category, most likely to commit tax fraud. <laughs> I, forget. I forgot about this. It's my favorite category. <laughs> I'm going to go I'm gonna go Rich. Rich goddamn Eisen because he steals everything yeah. else in life. You you listen to this government? Yeah. IRS, you yeah, know, start the, the checking be, the beefed up IRS. Now they're going they're going beast yeah. mode. Yeah, eighty seven thousand know, you know, new agents. Go yeah. check out Eisen Inc. Yeah. That's where you start. That's the yep. tip of the iceberg. <laughs> uh mine is Toby. Okay, yeah, yeah. That that checks He's out. cutting some that corners. He's cutting some corners. But he would um, he would get out of it. With one minute of uninterrupted eye contact, he would he would he would flip that IRS agent real quick. As, yeah, any any detective, he would shatter their minds. <laughs> the next category is Mister or Miss Congeniality. And for me, and for the listeners' clarification, this is just like the nicest one, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, Miss Miss Congeniality, like the the movie with Sandra Bullock. Uh, my can my Miss Congeniality, Mister Miss Congeniality is Marnie. Good choice. Mine is Nick. Yeah. Imagine Nick and Marnie. Imagine Miss Congeniality, the movie with uh Stephanie Weir is her name, right? Stephanie Weir. Yeah. She would. Oh my God. She would. Just run circles around Sandra Bullock. I think Sandra Bullock did a great job in that movie. I just, I'm not a fan of Sandra. You know, big, big Bill Shat Daddy. He crushed it in there that's, too. Don't use that name. That's a terrible. <laughs> that's the worst nickname ever, dude. <laughs> this is the worst nickname. <laughs> There's something on the wing. Some thing. Dude, I, I, uh, I fucking I think it was a. He should put that on his gravestone. <laughs> sure. I love that fucking Twilight Zone episode though. That's so good. I'm a sucker for Twilight. The Twilight Zone though. Uh, anyways, Speaking, you know, right. you know who was on an episode of the Twilight Zone? Who? Friend of the program, Mark Chavez, Terry. Oh, shout out! Yeah, check it out. I forget it's he's he's on the one with uh, Topher Grace. Same episode. I forget yeah. what, I forget the name of the episode. It's one of the newer ones. So the next category is who would win the Hunger Games? 
Is this even a question? It's fucking Rambo. Yeah. Oh. That's a that's a the, good answer. I said Coach the, Jackie. The first the first Coach Jackie okay. would fuck people up. Coach Jackie's pretty solid, but the, the first yeah. Rambo movie, First Blood, I'm pretty sure is a Hunger Games. It was basically a it's Hunger a, it's Games. It's a Hunger Games yeah. scenario. He's running through the woods. Yeah. 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 Rambo. Killing all the army. Rambo. Dudes. Yeah. Love it. All right. Coach Jackie and Rambo. That would be a pretty sick fight to the death. The next category is Class Clown. Class Clown. It's got to be Nick. You know, and I is said he, Marty, and that's you know that's interweavable Marty, yeah, yeah. class clowns. You know, I think Marty might win out. Nick might be able to drop some some sicker rhymes, but Marty had some better quips. Marty Marty was way more of comedic relief in the season than Nick was, um, but Nick, you know, Nick's hilarious. Yeah. So, all right, and our last category is most likely to grow a playoff beard. Playoff beard. I gotta go with I gotta go with my best flow honorable mention again here. I gotta go Paul. Yeah, the flow into the beard. Flow into the beard. He would look like a love it. Fucking um, like a lumberjack. What's the what's the 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 urban like the big myth. Uh, Paul Bunyan. Guy. Paul Bunyan. That's what I was going for. His name's even Paul. It's Paul too. Perfect. Paul fucking Bunyan. <laughs> there you go. Um, I said Coop because he's didn't wash his socks last year. He he sure would grow a playoff beard once he can. Yeah, that makes sense. He's got he's so. he's, he's super. Although he was not very stitious. he he was superstitious last season, but, but not very stitious. This yeah, season. he was just just stitious this season. A little stitious. A little stitious. So, anyways, all right. That <laughs> is the Golden Kinkies. That is a wrap on the Game Changers. It's a on um, season. Well, actually, it's not a wrap. Um, we're gonna talk next episode because cancellation. Yeah, it got it got it got canceled along with a couple other Disney Plus shows. Game Changers is a risky tweet from the early 2000s. It's fucking canceled, boys. Boom. So we're next episode, we'll talk about that, uh, kind of go through it. And then I do want to do one episode, Heath, where we we maybe pitch some ideas on how with with how with season one and season two going exactly the same, how you would fix game changers. So like, do you have like ideas for a pot for our season three? Maybe even more. Maybe yeah. even season ten. Well, this season, <laughs> if the ice palace would have collapsed upon Bombay and it, leading to his tragic demise, would have been a much better way to start it. And then having that the kids sell meth out of the <laughs> RV on their way to the camp to pay for it, and then on their way home. Yellow jackets, they get lost in the woods. You know, Coob Hunger gets eaten. Hunger because Games Rambo style. Like Coob trips, breaks his leg, it goes sour. They realize he's not gonna make it. There's a lot, um, you know, there's a lot of meat on those bones, <laughs> and he becomes a snack. That is my that is my and they end oh, up having God. to eat Coob, and then season three, they have to like fight through the try and there's like trauma flashbacks as they're on the ice and they keep losing and you know getting the, the gifts and missing yeah because they're just 
that's <laughs> that's what that's what we do. We se- season four, we do that. We do your pitch for season three. Season four, we have a Game Changers Law and Order crossover, right? Get Marishka Hargitay on here, Ice T. That's season four. And they have to go through the investigation and the trial while they're in the middle of the hockey season. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to follow and like us on Instagram at the Cake Eaters Pod, on Twitter at the Cake Eaters. Also, reach out to us via email, thecakeeaterspod at gmail.com, or visit our website, thecakeeaterspod.com. <laughs>